0: Hey friend, I'm so excited to talk to you today. So today's episode is all about exercise when you are trying to get pregnant. That's a goal for you and a hope and a dream. And also maybe you have PCOS or you think you might have PCOS and Whichever boat you're in, whether you think you have PCOS or you're um, you're just struggling to get pregnant, but you're wondering how exercise pertains to you. What type of routine or regiment should you follow? You are kind of just grabbing at whatever the friend told you that you should do, or whatever pops up on Google or Pinterest um, as far as different exercises go and the regiment. And all of that, um, if that's you and that's what you're searching for, then you'll definitely want to tune in today because it really is a big deal for um, what we're going to talk through about the myths about exercise when you're trying to get pregnant, um, whether you have PCOS or whether you don't. So let's get started. Hey sister! Welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked any time I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea and a journal because it's time for a come to Jesus and hormones meeting. Okay, so before we dive in, um, I just want to thank everyone who's left a review. You're super duper awesome. So please go down there, um, click write a review on Apple Podcasts, and tell me what you think about the show and the episodes. Um, and how it has blessed you or helped you. That would mean so much to me. And also don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. It's so much fun to talk about um, our periods or lack thereof or just our goals and hopes of getting pregnant. And you get to be in a sisterhood community with me and with other ladies who are walking um, right alongside of you. So you're not alone in this. So come join us in that Facebook group. I know you might not like Facebook. I don't really either, but it's a fun space that we can hang out and talk and um, connect. So before we dive into exercise, when you're trying to get pregnant, let me just lift this episode up to the Lord. Father God, I just come before you, and I thank you so much for allowing me to record this afternoon. I just pray for your blessing over this episode, and I pray that I would be your spokesperson, that you would speak through me, Lord, and fill me up with your wisdom and knowledge for how moving and exercise relates to our bodies, especially when we just have this deep, deep desire to have a baby. And I just pray you would speak through me to the woman who is listening and that this message would bless her incredibly, Lord, and that it really would impact how she thinks about what she's doing for movement. And so I lift these things up to you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So first of all, I just want to share a story with you. Um, I actually used to be super duper athletic. I say used to be, that's like really sad. <laughs> I'm I'm still moderately athletic, but I mean, I started um, my athletic journey when I was six years old. Um, well, really I tried before that, but I was extremely uncoordinated and I did not like to sweat. So my mom put me on the swim team when I was six years old. And so that stuck with me and everything went pretty well. And, um, Unfortunately, I was blessed or burdened with the 200 butterfly being my best event. So um, that was fun. Not really. But anyways, I swam all the way through middle school and through high school. And I even got a small scholarship to swim in college. And I just remember this culture of oh my goodness, we worked out so hard. So if you have ever been like a more intense athlete in high school or a college athlete, you know, like it is insane what you go through and the workout regimens you do. Um, And then when we think about periods, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's gonna be a whole thing when my kids are older (laughs) or when my daughter's older that um, I'm gonna be a big advocate for when it comes to um, syncing exercise with your cycle because i remember um just being in training as a as a swimmer and i mean we did we would have workouts like 2 hours every morning and two hours every afternoon. It's something like that. I've blocked a lot of it out. It was a lot, Um, but it was like double day workouts, like four hours a day, at least um, on a lot of those days. And so, um, and I just remember some days I was crushing it and I was like on top of the world. And I was even, um, Beating a lot of the swimmers who were typically like way faster than me and way better than me. And so I was beating them um, in different um, parts of the workout or whatever. And it was just like awesome. But those days were very few and far between. And then there were days where I was just like, oh my goodness, I cannot right now. This is just not working. Like my body just felt like lead. I was a tank just dragging through the water trying to do butterfly when you're feeling like that. That's, yep, that was a thing that was really hard. And I just always felt so frustrated and guilty with myself of like, why am I feeling so amazing some days and I'm doing amazing some days and then I'm doing awful other days. And I will tell you, I I did not have the best experience in college as an athlete with my coaches. Um, But I can tell you, my coaches did not understand either the woman's cycle and her hormones and how that impacts her physical body and how she can exercise. And there was just this big frustration between myself, how I was feeling personally about it, and then my coaches. And I just always felt like they were disappointed in me and annoyed at me and um, that I couldn't pull through on those days. But now that I know what I know about hormones and fertility, I'm like, y'all. I was just at a hormonal low in my cycle. Like I was probably in the early part of my follicular phase or in the late part of my luteal phase. And everyone just needs to back off and like, let me go take a bath. <laughs> so if we would have known that I would have been such a better athlete for it. But I just share that story to say, it is so important to understand for, um, like I wasn't trying to get pregnant at that time but if i had understood how my hormones impacted my exercise that would have just made me such a better athlete it would have helped me um, emotionally how i felt about myself and uh, definitely would have helped my relationship with my coaches hey sister do you want to come hang out with a group of women seeking to get pregnant just like you Inside my free period cycle and ovulation group, you will find a safe space to finally talk about your fertility journey and not feel alone, all while being pointed back to God on this journey. Join us now on Facebook by clicking the link below in the show notes. I would love to approve your membership into the sisterhood. Also, if you haven't taken the hormone imbalance quiz yet, check it out to see what your hormones are trying to tell you based off some questions about your period. And yes, those questions are really funny and should make you laugh. The link for the quiz is also in the show notes. So just scroll on down. So now I want to talk to you guys who are just like so wanting to get pregnant. And I know you're thinking about what you eat. And I know you're thinking about how you're sleeping. And I know you're thinking about exercise. And you might not feel so confident about exercise. You might not want to have anything to do with it. Or maybe you're on the totally opposite end and you're Like, oh my gosh, I have to exercise so much and this is going to help me have a baby. So I'm just gonna clear up some things for you, okay? So I'm gonna walk through three myths and reveal three realities about those myths when it comes to exercise and trying to get pregnant. Okay, so let's uh, talk about myth number one. So myth number one, there is no difference between PCOS and general infertility and what you should do for exercise. So that's totally actually not true. So if you have PCOS, um, you're, what I would encourage you to do is gonna be different than if you do not have PCOS but you're struggling to get pregnant. So here's the reality. Those with PCOS should, and, and guys, like, oh my goodness, I can say this and just remember, none of this is medical advice. Always talk to your doctor. Um, but it depends on what type of PCOS you have, like what kind are you dealing with? And if you're dealing with some type of insulin resistant PCOS, which is the more common one, you should exercise more intensely and more regularly than those who do not have that kind of PCOS. And the reason for that is you're dealing with a lot of insulin resistance and your body has a hard time regulating blood sugar. So that. more frequent and more intense exercise can actually be really helpful just to regulate your blood sugars a lot better and help them to be more stable. So your routine is going to be, I would suggest that like you have a little bit, a little bit more of an intense and consistent and regular workout routine. Um, With that said, Like I can say that generally, but I don't know your chart. I don't know your period. I don't know your mucus. I don't know your cycle length. So like you almost have to take that with a grain of salt because until we look through those things and we know exactly what's going on with you, we can't really like, I can't really like give you amazing suggestions. You know what I mean? So these are kind of generalized suggestions, but it's really important to chart your cycle through a verified method and um, understand what's going on with your body and what's going on with your hormones and what's going on with any type of PCOS you're dealing with to know what kind of exercise you should be doing. Now, for those who do not have PCOS and you're trying to get pregnant, I strongly encourage you to sync, um, sync your exercise with your cycle. So that story that I shared earlier about me being a swimmer and man, if I had known what was going on with my hormones and what was going on um, with my fertility and all of that, I would have been like the most amazing athlete. And it's really important when you're trying to get pregnant to know exactly what your hormones are doing and what your men's work, like where you're at in your menstrual cycle when it comes to exercise. Um, And that kind of leads me to myth number two. So myth number two is exercise increases my chances of getting pregnant. So if you do any type of searches or whatever, like we all know diet and exercise, those are the most important things you need to do. But it's like, well, how do you do them? And how does it relate to me? And how does it relate to my body and my history and all of that? That's a whole nother thing. So the reality of this myth that exercise increases your chances of getting pregnant, the reality is there's just a fine balance of exercising that is synced with your cycle. So if you totally overdo it, like I did, like what college athletes do, I just, I mean, that's intense, you guys. It's really intense um, what college athletes do or what super serious athletes do in high school. It's a lot and it's something you wanna be aware of. Um, But if if you're doing that, there there's a high chance you're going to burn out your hormones like if you are exercising like two to four hours a day every single day every single day of your cycle you're going to burn out your hormones. There, there's, there can be a time where you do longer periods and more intense periods of exercise, but you really want to time that with your cycle when all of your hormones are rising and, um, and that jives with them well, and it actually supports them. But if you're trying to do like a two to four hour workout, um, or just a really intense workout, even if it's like a 30 minute, but you're, going like crazy hard, when you're at a hormonal low, you're just going to burn out your hormones and you're going to feel awful. And it is not doing you any favors. Now, on the other hand, if you underdo exercise, maybe you're just like, you know, not for me right now. (laughs) So, and I get it. I mean, I have totally been there, um, at, different stages in my life. But the, the, this is the reality. If we underdo our exercise, there are so many benefits that our body and our hormones receive and our endocrine system, our liver, like we need that healthy movement and we need, um, that loving movement (laughs) for our body to be able to do what it needs to do. So if we're just going to be a couch potato and we're going to be super duper lazy and just not move around and not get in that exercise. And I am speaking to myself. I, have been there at different stages in life, uh, but if we're underdoing it, we're not serving our bodies at all. We're not doing ourselves any favors, especially if we're trying to get pregnant. Um, now, that is a generalized statement. I could, I, I want to put a little, a little disclaimer out there. If you have any type of adrenal fatigue or you are just so burned out, um, I've heard a lot of other advice that you just need to stop everything. For a little while including exercise to allow your body to replenish and recoup so that's like a whole nother thing and again you guys can hear how all of this is extremely personalized to exactly what you are going through and it is different for everyone um So I won't get into all that. So that's a generalized statement. Like you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to underdo it. You want to make sure it's synced with your cycle. And when you are syncing your exercise with your cycle, um, that is really going to support your body um, to be able to get pregnant. Okay, so myth number three is you should stick with an exercise regimen. So the reality of this, it just depends on your specific cycle, like how many days is your cycle and how consistent is that? Or are you not cycling? And um, this also relates to if you have PCOS or not. Um, I mean, sticking to a certain exercise routine, I'll just, I'll just say this, okay, I I know someone who said, um, like, I think that they think they have PCOS. They're not totally sure. And they're doing this, like, crazy workout routine, like, um, an hour a day, twice a day, super duper intense, um, every single day for 30 days. And I was just like, um really like is that really the best thing you can be doing is that what you should be doing um and i didn't really have permission to get into all of their business or anything but um when you when you're wanting to stick with like a certain exercise routine or regimen, you kind of need to just lay that at the lay that at the back door and know, okay, I'm gonna stick with this program or with this routine, but I'm gonna sync it with my cycle and I'm gonna sync it with what my hormones are doing and with what my body is doing and with my goal of getting pregnant. So being really sensitive and in tune to that is super duper cool and what I totally recommend. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. We talked about there's, um, the first myth was there's no difference between PCOS and infertility and what you should do for exercise. Okay. There is a difference. Um, myth number two, exercise increases your chances of getting pregnant. Um, there's a fine balance there that we really want to be careful with myth. Number three, you should stick with an exercise routine or an exercise regimen. Um, and I say no, and all of, (laughs) I am happy to talk to any coach of any sports team, um, who coaches girls or teenagers or women or anything at all, because this, this is just a whole nother ball game, um, that we really need to talk to and be sensitive about to girls and to women, because this, um, this impacts fertility. Hugely. And I honestly think it'll, it would benefit women if they, um, if they synced their exercise and synced their, uh, routines with their cycle. So if you guys are needing help with, um, syncing or like knowing, okay, well, Becca, you gave me those things. Like, how do I know? Like, you need to learn how to chart your cycle. So you guys know I'm having a course coming out soon. Um, If you're needing help before that, um, definitely just reach out to me. You can um, book a consult um, and and touch base with me and ask me some questions and just come join that Facebook group and start chatting and um, let me get to know you and uh, what's going on with you because everything is so personalized and customized customized to you because you are the only you in the world and only you have your history and your cycle symptoms and all of that. So it's all very custom, but I hope this was encouraging to you and helpful for you. And, um, I am going to close out with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, I just come before you and I pray that this episode just blesses the woman who's listening to it and encourages her and gives her more of a direction for what she should and should not be doing when it comes to her exercise and her routine and her regiments. And I just pray you would fill her with a piece and with a very specific direction that you want her to have for her cycle. God, you know exactly what she's going through. You know um, her desire to have a baby. And you know exactly what her body needs um, in terms of movement to help support her body in that. And so I just pray you would press that upon her heart and you would allow her to seek you and you would reveal your path and your answers to her. Um, Thank you, Father, for hearing us, for blessing this woman. And um, I just lift her up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds, well maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.